Hello and welcome to Automators. My name is Rosemary Orchard and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, David Sparks, and we're going to talk about how to automate your technology to do your work for you. Hello, David. Hello, Rosemary. How are you today? I am going crazy because I've just got back from holiday and now we're talking about packing and I've just booked another trip, so it's perfect timing. Yeah, this is like one of my favorite kinds of Automators episodes. We've got a problem And between the two of us, we found like six different ways to solve it through automation. And we're just going to talk through them all. And uh, you may need this automation to build your packing list. We're going to share a bunch of stuff with you. But maybe you just uh, need these automation skills to do something else other than a packing list. But it'll be helpful. Oh, yeah. Uh, Before we get to it, a couple of questions. First is, uh, we don't really do news on this show, but you've got a new iPhone. I do. And I believe you have a Yoda colored iPhone. I do. The Yoda phone. That's what I call it. Well, this year I went crazy. I went gold. I've never done that before. I've only had white and silver. All right. Did you get the Pro? I did. Yeah. But I All didn't right, five, go max. Five minutes. What, what are your impressions? What do you think of it? I'm liking it. Uh, adjusting to no 3D touch was a struggle. But for the week before it arrived, I turned off 3D touch on my 10s Max. Um, and so I'm already used to navigating with the keyboard and quick tip. If you want to select a word, um, then you can tap with another finger and that will select the word once you've started navigating with the cursor. Um, I love the camera so much. Um, I didn't know that I'd have a huge amount of use for the ultra wide because I honestly find myself using telephoto more than ultra wide, but it's great. Um, and it's just a really nice phone. And I feel like uh, it's faster as well. I mean, I'm not really pushing it to the limits, but it's faster. Yeah, I, ta- I talked about it more on the upcoming episode of MPU, so I won't go into it in great detail, but I wanted to definitely get your opinion. One thing I would say is with that wide lens, now you can get a portrait mode without having to back up. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, That's definitely. Nice. And I can take a photo of my podcasting setup without actually moving backwards, which is amazing. So what got you, because you had the big size before, now you've, got, you've gotten to the smaller size. What, why? Uh, well, um, the, the back cracked because I kept dropping it. Um, and I, I dropped it once and there was actually no crack. And then while I was on holiday, beta software, it happens. Uh, my phone locked up, it overheated, it was non-responsive. So I just left it. And when I came back, the, the back had just shattered. Um, I think it maybe what? battery expansion it, or something. I need to take it to the Apple store. Uh, I, I should point out, I did stop using it after this. and <laughs> just left it turned off and dead. I, I, since I've got a home, I have plugged it in while, where I have you know safety equipment, like a bucket of sand just in case. Um, you didn't tell me that. I, I, I've never heard of an iPhone cracking on its own. Well, That's crazy. It's already had impact points on the back that I am 100% sure of because otherwise it wouldn't shatter the way it has done. But it, it is broken. Um, so I'm going to take it to the Apple store and have them have a look at it at some point. Um, but yeah, so I, I kept dropping it. Yeah, I just decided I'll, I'll try the smaller one because within two weeks you can always return it. So yeah, uh, I, I went back to smaller and I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah, I have to admit, I because uh, we did the thing where I gave my old phone to my daughter. Then I took her phone and uh, to sell it to Apple. I decided to try that this time. I hadn't done that before. And I was looking at the smaller Pro, and that that's actually a really nice phone. It fits in your hand really nice. It does. And also, I mean, th- this is a very girly problem to have. I have some really small handbags, which are really cute, and the uh, the Max only just fits. Um, like, you have to shuffle things around to get it in there, and if it's in a rubbery case, like, it's difficult. Uh, whereas the, the regular size Pro fits perfectly. So for the sake of not having to buy new handbags, I bought a new phone. I'm not sure that works. Well, congratulations on your new phone. And yes. uh, I look forward to seeing it next time you and I are together, which seems like about monthly lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. The, uh, anyway, uh, also, this is still September. We're at the tail end here, but it is. And it is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, St. Jude is doing this special promotion with Relay FM. It's gone really well. They've raised over a quarter of a million dollars as I read this ad and that's just amazing and we appreciate all your support for all of you that did donate i want to stop and thank you right now for doing that it's a it's a great foundation all they do is they take sick kids and they make them better and they don't charge them money for it and 
what more could you ask for? If you'd still like to donate, it's not too late. Go to stjude.org slash automators and you can make your donation today. Thank you. So, Rosemary, uh, you and I have had this ongoing discussion with each other, uh, totally unrelated to the show, about packing lists. I, I think this goes back like six months because we've both of us have taken a lot of trips lately. And, mm-hmm. and you know, because we're nerds and friends, we keep writing to you. So how are you doing your packing list? And it's kind of fun that we both evolved it through several iterations throughout this period. And I thought it would be fun to kind of share with everybody how we've done that. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to start with the basic one, basic. Um, uh, I, I should point out that in January this year, when we had a, a mini live episode at PodCom, we did talk a little bit about packing lists then. So there's a an older version of packing lists in there. Um, but after that, I really, I thought my setup was a bit too complicated. And most importantly for me, I didn't like having all my items that I needed to pack in OmniFocus. Um, as an action group with packing with a due date before my trip, because then the day before your trip, when you've got lots of other very important things to get done, there's also like 78 items to pack inside your OmniFocus, just cluttering up your forecast view, and it was impossible. So I moved my packing over to Trello, um, because Shortcuts has great support for Trello. You can create lists, um, you can create uh, cards, and... seem like a really good idea. So I moved everything over there. And I primarily use shortcuts for this and also the Trello app. Um, And uh, I um, a foundational aspect of this that I should definitely mention is that in my calendar, um, I have all of my trips as all-day events in a specific calendar. I use TripIt. I subscribe to the TripIt calendar. You don't have to use TripIt for any of my shortcuts and I'm sure you can modify them to work and I'll I'll see if I can put together a little uh, article on how to modify them so that you you don't need the calendar event. Uh, so I grab the calendar event and then I, I create the list for it and then I add things to the list um, and that's kind of it. Um, it's not super complicated. I did have a series of drafts. Um, so for example, I have one for clothes, one for tech, one for podcasting equipment. Um, one for um, travel conference equipment and stuff like that. Um, And I could share them to the shortcut um, and then have those added as Trello cards, which worked quite well, apart from archiving Trello cards on an iPhone while you're packing is actually quite hard to do. Yeah, that that actually makes sense, though. I mean, because Trello... I can see you breaking it up into individual pieces of your trip. And I think that's a theme that runs through a lot of our solutions. Yeah. Because uh, there's also something else I should mention. I'm frequently planning multiple trips at a time. So right now on my schedule, I have uh, a trip to Brighton for a conference. Then I'm going to the UK to visit my parents. And then I'm going to Berlin. And there are various things cropping up already for these events that I know I need to pack. So I need to have multiple packing lists available in advance, which perhaps is not a problem that other people have. Yeah, for me, the way I started packing lists is it's on, it's not automation, really. What I did was I took a reminders list, and I just uh, – actually, let me just go back a little bit beyond that. I had a text list for the longest time, you know, that I just would look at the text list, and I would reuse that text list. And back in the days that I was using um, – Gosh, I don't remember which app it was. It was one of the text-based apps. And I would just duplicate the master list every time I had a new trip. And every time there was something that I didn't remember or found something I needed, I added that to the master list. And then I would make a duplicate copy of it and then delete from that list um, whatever didn't apply. So if I you know, was going somewhere where I wasn't going to speak, all the speaker stuff that you usually bring with you, I would I would strike from the list. And that worked fine, but I wanted something where I could actually check off items mm-hmm. as opposed to just having a text list. I also, we did some family trips and I wanted the ability to share it with my wife. So what I did then was take that master list and I just converted it to a reminders list and it was called packing list. And the idea behind it was number one, I could share it with Daisy. And the second thing is it's just this massive list of items and Anything I've ever needed has is on this massive list of items. And that works okay because I check them all off as I as I go to a trip. And if 
there's something that is unchecked that I don't intend to bring on this trip. I just check it off anyway. So very quickly, I would get that list down to just the things I need for this trip. And uh, I think I said this in that live show we did together, but the reason I don't do this stuff in OmniFocus is I feel like that's kind of like sacred ground for me. You know, OmniFocus is where I get my work done. I just don't want my packing list in OmniFocus. That's just the way my brain works. That makes sense. I mean, as as I said, then you end up with all of these things to pack, probably with a due date, and it's just cluttering up the view of everything else that you need to pack uh, or everything else you need to do. And it's not really something that you can do well. I mean, pack socks is definitely something you can do, but it's not something that you're going to be thinking about when you're in the headspace of, I need to clear out 60 of these emails before I can leave on this trip. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be on the same list. I mean, OmniFocus and and most task managers worth their salt have something akin to perspectives. So you could have a packing list perspective. So it could be separate and you could keep it in one place. That's I don't think that's a bad solution, um, but it would work the same way. You would have these lists and you you check them off or uncheck them. Now, you could automate it if you did an OmniFocus using shortcuts uh, where you could add tasks, you know, a predetermined set of ta- uh, items to a list. And and But what I was doing was this thing eventually in reminders. And what I would then do before a trip was I would go to the completed items in this massive list of things, and I would just read through and uncheck the things I want to bring for this particular trip. And this is not automation, but either way, it was the way I was doing it for a very long time. And I like the sharing of reminders. I liked having it in a separate location than my, you know, my, my real work that got done in OmniFocus. And I did that for a long time. And up until about six months ago, that's the way I had been doing it for a long time. And, and then I started thinking about other solutions and and we're going to talk about some of those later in the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, it may not be automation in the sense that you're using fancy applications to do it, but it is an automation in the sense of everything's there. You don't have to yeah. retype everything every time you go on a trip because that that would be unautomated, definitely. Yeah. So. And the nice thing about it was because it was a master list, even though that I would have to read through a bunch of stuff that probably wouldn't apply to a lot of trips, um, and ultimately, that's the reason why I wanted something better because I got tired of doing that. But I looked at every potential thing that could be on my packing list every time I took a trip because I would read through those checked off items, and there were really weird things on there. You know, uh, you know, maybe there's like an extra watch cable for my wife. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to take a lot of trips where I need to pack that, but that is on that list. You know, so I, I would force my brain to look at all of those things every time I took a trip. And and as I would go through it, I would just uncheck the ones that I would say, oh, yeah, I'm going to need that on this trip. And then once I was done, then I would go back and look at the packing list. Instead of the checked off items, I'd look at the unchecked items. And then I'd start working through that list to pack. I mean, that makes perfect sense. It's also a trigger list, which is a great getting things done technique. This episode of Automators is brought to you by Daylight from Market Circle. Daylight is the small business CRM and project management app for Mac, iPhone, and iPad. Daylight is made for entrepreneurs and small businesses that use Apple devices. It doesn't matter what kind of company you have, whether it's a financial service, a marketing agency, photography, real estate agent, or maybe even a podcaster. Juggling multiple clients and projects can be a challenge. You might forget to follow up or lose track of details, emails, and next steps. Daylight solves all of those problems. It has Apple Mail, contact, and calendar integration. You can track all your leads in the sales pipeline, and it even has document management, so you can attach relevant files. Plus, you can manage projects to keep track of all of the moving pieces. If you want to keep track of all of your clients' deals and projects in one space and have a peace of mind knowing that your team's work is streamlined, go to marketcircle.com now. It's worth checking out. 95% 95% of their customers that they surveyed said Daylight improves overall organization and productivity. That's marketcircle.com. Our thanks to Daylight for their support of automators and all of Really FM. All right. So the thing I did next after that was the problem I was having is I didn't like having to read through all those completed tasks and reminders. And it was obvious to me that there were kind of 
typical groupings of tasks. Like if I'm going to bring an iPad with me, there's a list of things I need. You know, I need a charger, I need a keyboard, I need an, an Apple uh, pencil. You know, there's things I need, right? Uh, whereas if I'm going to bring a Mac, it's a different list. Or if I'm going to be going into cold weather, it's one list. Or if I'm going into rain, it's a different list. Like I went to Seattle with you and wore my wool shoes. That was like, <laughs> that was obviously before I put this together. Um, and so, you know, you, or like if you're bringing the camera or if you're going to podcast. So, so I realized there were these kind of categories of things I needed. So I decided why don't I use um, shortcuts to to auto-generate those categories? So rather than look through a list of 150 items, I'd look through a list of 10 categories, and they would generate you know whatever number of items arise from that. So uh, I, I did this in shortcuts, and I'm going to share this shortcut, and I'm also going to share a video. The uh, video I did was actually for the shortcuts field guide, and thank you everybody for all the support on that. That's come out since our last show, and uh, getting lots of, of great support and hearing from a lot of listeners that are making some awesome shortcuts. But I'll go ahead and share this one. Um, uh, I'll put it up on YouTube and then we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, but, and the idea behind this one is it's going to use a dictionary values. You know, we've talked in the show in the past about the difference between lists and dictionaries and shortcuts. This is a great example of a dictionary because with a dictionary, um, with a list, you can only have one item attached to each item in the list. With a dictionary, you can attach an array or a list of items for each item. So that's exactly what I need here. For instance, uh, I have one called basics, and that is travel documents, glasses, sunglasses, um, reading glasses, toothpaste, you know, that, that kind of st- the basics that you need on any trip you take. Um, so and I've got a list of these. So my my various dictionary entries with each one having its own list is basics, medicine, clothing, cold weather, rain, basic technology. And, you know, basic technology is basically iPhone support because the iPhone's always coming with me. <laughs> but it also includes things like noise canceling headphones, which if I'm going on an airplane, I might want to bring with me. And then um, and in addition to basic technology, I've got iPad, MacBook. Um, camera gear, podcasting, food. I've got, you know, I like to bring along like some cliff bars and whatnot when I go on a trip. So I've always got some food with me. You never know when you're going to get stuck without time to eat. And uh, so I've got this, these, these lists you go through in a dictionary. So when you trigger the shortcut, all you get is that list, you know, and then you check off the ones that you want. Well, I'm going to need the basics. I'm going to need the cold weather. I'm going to need the iPad. I'm going to need the journal. All right, so that's four of these categories. And when you do that, then the shortcut uses a repeat item, you know, where it goes through and it takes each thing you selected and it adds to reminders the individual array items for each one of those items. So if you select basics, it's going to go through and for each of the nine items I have under basics, it's going to create a separate uh, entry for that in a reminders list. And so each one gets its own entry and reminders. It basically types it for you and it does it for each category. So out of the dictionary, you've got any one of, you know, 12 categories. And in in each one of those, you have anywhere between two and 10 items in the array. It's going to put all that stuff into your reminders list. So you're going to have a customized reminders list created based on this dictionary. That makes sense so far? Yep. I'm following you. It's really not that difficult of a shortcut once you understand dictionaries. And then the next thing it does is it just opens up reminders to to that list. Now, so that's the basic one. This is what you're going to be able to download in the show notes. Um, let me just talk about a few things I've, I've considered doing with this. Um, the first is looking more closely at why some of these things are in the dictionary. Like, for instance, basics, that one I just went through. I, I only use this packing list when I'm going to take an overnight trip, I, which means I always need those basics. Mm-hmm. So what I should probably do is just automate putting the basics in without you having to check it off. You know, why should, why should I have to check that? Off? Every time I'm going to go, I'm going to bring a toothbrush, you know. Um, so uh, I'm going to modify it at some point. I don't know if I'm going to get it done between now and the time we record the show to do that. And then I got thinking about, well, if I'm going to automate 
putting the basics in, why don't I look at some of the other stuff that's subject to automation? Like I could have it query you um, as to the location you're going to mm-hmm. when you when you run the shortcut, and then it could get the weather there. And if it's cold, it could automatically add the cold weather gear. If it's going to rain, it could automatically add the rain gear, right? But then I started like building that out and realizing that's just dumb. You know, sometimes you want to do automation for the sake of automation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know when I'm going to Seattle, I need my rain gear. I don't need to have this checking the weather in Seattle for me. It always seems like it rains in Seattle, right? Um, I, I'm not sure that I want to take this shortcut that far. I mean, the the other thing with that is um, how do you define cold and rainy? Yeah. Um, well, I, I because if it only that. rains at night pretty much where you're going, then you're probably not going to want rain gear. Or if you're going to be stuck in a conference hall for the entire time, it doesn't really matter if it's going to rain. Um so, yeah, I think, well, you can theoretically automate that. Uh, it's probably easier to just leave it and do it manually because, honestly, how many seconds does it take you to check those? Yeah. And and you usually I know anyway I don't have to check the weather. Like, yeah. where I'm going. I, if I go to Chicago for certain times a year, I'm bringing the cold weather gear. Um, yeah. The, um, the other problem with this shortcut that I don't like is um, – the shortcuts team did an amazing job this year. I am not going to fault them at all because they did so much. But the one thing they left out of reminders is create a new reminders list. Well, I believe this is where uh, my, my shortcut comes in, perhaps. All right. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, but so, so the way I currently have it set up, you have to have an existing reminders list called packing list or, or mm-hmm. there's nowhere to put these tasks. Um, and that's something that I struggled with, as I mentioned earlier in the show. I am often planning for multiple trips at the same time. In May of this year, um, I think pretty much every weekend I was on the road. I believe I had one weekend off, but I, I was literally going, coming back, going, coming back, going, coming back. Um, and then I, I had a little while and I went to WWDC. Um, and so that's the sort of thing where you can't leave planning your packing list until right before you go because... Otherwise, guess what? You won't have the laundry done. And for that end, I needed, um, and this wasn't possible until iOS 13, I believe, the ability to have multiple reminders lists. So I had to create them manually before. But now, thanks to Scriptable, I don't need to create them manually. And I have Uh. a two-line script. It's two-line script. Anybody can do this script. Uh, I'm not kidding when I say this, um, because you can copy and paste mine. Um, Basically, um, and I'm going to tell you what it does. Um, so my um, my shortcut find, uh, offers me the, the the list of different possible trips that I'm I'm working on, um, and then it adds we're packing this to the end, and it passes this over to Scriptable, and Scriptable simply goes, "Hey, reminders, have you got a reminders list with this name? Yeah, great, all good. Hey, no, okay, I want one of those. Uh, done. Um, and then it tells." And then it knows it's finished and it comes back, which means that if that list already exists, I don't end up with duplicates um, running around. Um, sure. But I, I I will always get that. Um, and yeah, then, It hadn't even occurred to me to do that through Scriptable. Yeah. Thanks. And That's Scriptable good. has um, a great shortcut support. They've added the ability to run shortcuts with parameters. And then there's a arguments um, parameter called shortcut parameter. Arguments property, sorry. Um, And so you can just literally give it the name and it just goes, Um, which is brilliant. And so it does that. And then it offers me the list of different things. Um, The the sample that I'm sharing has uh, clothes, toiletries, technology, and podcasting equipment. Um, And then it works the same way as yours does. It just adds each of those arrays, array items to the reminders for me. Uh, Though mine does not open the, the packing list afterwards which is probably an enhancement that I really ought to add. But Scriptable saved my bacon there. Yeah, that's just a simple one-step command, open this list in reminders. But I figure once you run the script, you're going to want to take a look at it. Probably. I mean, it depends uh, on what you're doing, because I have a follow-up script to this one, uh, which is called Packing List Extras. Um, And it asks me what else I need to pack. 
Um, and then it asks me which trip it's for. And then it adds all of those two reminders um, as well to that reminders list. Um, because okay, so explain that to me. So it's a, it's a shortcut? Yeah, it's also a shortcut. Um, and, and it's, it's just a very asking first, for user input? Yeah, that's the very first thing it does. Because whenever something occurs, the first thing you need to do is write it down and then figure out where it's going to go. Um, and so it asks me what I need... Um, what I want to do. And because it's it's the standard ask for input box, I can do a return and I can add several items at the same time if I want to. Uh, then it asks me which trip it's for. It runs that scriptable script again. And then it splits my original input by new lines and adds each one to my packing list. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Because sometimes there are just things like, for example, when, when I go visit my parents next, uh, I'll be taking them a souvenir from my last holiday. That's not something I'm really going to add to a, a, a template list souvenir from previous holiday uh it starts putting a lot of uh pressure on you to buy everybody souvenirs which you don't necessarily want or need to do and most people don't necessarily even want this stuff in their house so uh i i have the ability to add extras and i usually run that afterwards as well because there's always something special that you need to take on a trip uh whether it's the clipper card for san francisco or something else and for me, that's the purpose of opening the list after you create it. Yeah. You can make those changes, then I don't need to run a shortcut for that. But yeah, it makes sense. I, I do like the scriptable move because you, know, you can't create a shortcut. I mean, you can't create a reminders list, but you certainly can script that. Yes. Um, and I'm sure it's possible, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on the, the shortcuts team radar that they, wa they want to integrate this, but... They've they've been getting a lot of things done since WWDC. I've I've uh, had a lot of feedback on my feedback, so I know that yeah. they're working hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is it's pretty remarkable how much they did with oh, yeah. iOS 13. So I, like I said, I don't want to give them a hard time, but that that's one that you can't you can't script right now. And uh, so this this solves the problem. This and in some ways, this is a better solution than a shortcut. Just create packing list item because. Uh, that would not be able to check for conflict. It would just create the item. Yeah, yeah. It's a built-in function in Inscriptable. I'm not going, hey, calendar, do you have... Uh, because it, technically reminders are a calendar uh, with the type of reminder. It's a little bit weird unless you, you understand the history of how reminders came to be because originally they were originally part of a calendar. Um, yeah. uh, but it just talks to the calendar and it's the, the, action, the function is called find or create for reminders. Yeah. So it's, it's fairly clear what it does there. And then um, yeah. just to speed up scripts, uh, this was something that popped up in the forum recently. If if you're running a script uh, in Scriptable and it's running slowly, um, or it seems to be running slowly, um, then that's probably because Scriptable is struggling to figure out whether or not the script is finished. And you can add a script.complete at the end um, and tell Scriptable that it's finished. And then it will magically work much faster. And this works through Siri, Widget, and... Uh, Shortcuts. So cool. Well, I, I I've been really happy with this new packing list mechanism. So rather than like I said, having to look through all the individual tasks, I'm just creating them in bulk. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't missed anything. You know that that's one question in my mind because before when you force yourself to read the entire list, you would never miss anything. But uh, this has worked just fine for me with trips. I I do want to continue to play with it though. Now I have. Uh, also been thinking about how do I make something like this work on the Mac, right? I right. mean, we built it on iOS. There's some people listening to the show that don't really use iOS or shortcuts much. What if I want to do something like this on the Mac? And it seems to me there's really two ways to do it, at least in, in my kind of automation lingo. You could definitely do it with an Apple script, but I did not write an Apple script for this. Um, I, with the way The two ways I did it was with two um, additional tools, I did it both with Keyboard Maestro and I did it with Text Expander, and uh, it wasn't that difficult with either one. Uh, I think I guess I would start with Text Expander is the easiest, and with Text Expander you have the what they call optional selection. So with Text Expander you could you could create a text list. In fact, with the sample one, and I'll I guess I'll make this available for download too. Like the basics, like I said earlier, will just always be there. The toothbrush, the toothpaste. But then cold weather gear isn't necessarily going to be there. But when you trigger the text expander snippet, it's going to have some optional selections. And one of them would be cold weather gear. And if you check the box for that, 
then it's going to add the, you know, the items contained within that optional selection to your text list. And then you could just go through and, you know, basically paste in, or you, you trigger the snippet and whatever text editor of your choice, Apple notes to whatever. Um, and then I didn't think about trying to reminders, but I don't think it would work. I'll, I'll test that out before we publish. But the other way, uh, so you would just trigger the text expander snippet. Uh, mine is just packing list with no space. And then it automatically types in the basics and then gives you optional selections. And I just did a couple of them. This is kind of a proof of concept. I'm really going to be doing this through shortcuts for now on. Uh, but the um, but then it just spits out the text for whichever selections you make. And that was super easy to build mm-hmm. and works flawlessly. It's brilliant. And, you know, easy to build works flawlessly. That is ideal for anybody who's thinking, hmm, I don't know, I haven't given text expander a shot, maybe I should try it. You know, it, th- this is a great example. Uh, and one of the, the way I set it up, it actually puts a empty space between each grouping. Mm-hmm. So the iPad stuff is together, the cold weather gear stuff is together. I kind of like the way it does that. So it's easy to kind of, you know, group it together in your head as you're packing up. Yeah, I have a similar uh issue problem um and that is is solved in my next automation but before we get to that do you want to talk about how you're using keyboard maestro to do a similar thing yeah keyboard maestro is a little more complicated but you know uh, it's also a little more fancy you know because keyboard maestro gives you a little more of a fancy option and the way i do that is and i'll share this one as well there's gonna be a lot of downloadable content for this show um the uh it's a it's a it starts with a prompt for user input and in Keyboard Maestro, uh, you can go ahead and do a lot of um, uh, ways to do user input. But one of the best ways is multiple user inputs on one uh, text dialog entry. Mm-hmm. I explain all this in the Keyboard Maestro field guide. If this is foreign to you, you may want to check that out. But but I'm going to do it in the one you can download to so you can look at it. And one of the interesting things you can do, because it's basically a question for a variable. So you put like, you know, name, favorite color, and then you would type in green or red or whatever, and it would save that as a variable. But in Keyboard Maestro, if you put a zero, then a pipe, and then a one, and the pipe is the 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 shift um, forward slash, you know, the thing on your keyboard above the forward slash is like a big pipe, it goes up and down. But if you go zero, pipe one, then it's a checkbox. You know, on the Mac, you've seen checkboxes before in dialog boxes. So uh, what I do is um, is I just relist out all of those items I have in the shortcuts um, matrix of the dictionary item for shortcuts. And you just have a list of all those. And the one I'm going to make available for downloads is only going to have two because I don't, I'm not going to recreate the whole thing. You, you're on your own if you want to create yourself. But, the, uh, but I did two just to explain how it works. And so you put the, the item names like basic and cold weather gear and then rather than a variable call, you put the zero pipe one, so it's a checkbox. Mm-hmm. And then when you run the script, it says, you know, what's on your list? And you can check off basic kit, cold weather gear, camera gear, whatever else is next on your list. And then, uh, so then the computer has collected and listed the things you checked off. All right, with me so far? Yep, yep. This is pretty, this is pretty kind of programmy stuff, but... Yours is worse. The next one you're doing is worse. So I feel it's okay. worse, but also you have you don't need to understand any of it to 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 know yeah. how it works. So yeah, exactly. Um, so then what I do is I use an if call, and if the and basically the computer reports a one if you checked it off or a zero if you didn't. So if it says there's a one, if the variable basic kit equals one, which means the user checked it off then we're going to set a variable called basic kit list. So I, the actual list of items, and then you just type in all the things that are on that list and else. So if the user doesn't check off the bit of the box for basic kit, then the basic kit, kit list is empty. So mm-hmm. there's nothing to it. So, so the, so the variable gets declared twice in this logic. One time you fill it up with items and one time you put up with no items. So if you check it off, the variable has a bunch of items in it. If you don't check it off, it has none in it. And then you repeat that for each item on the list. 
And then at the end, uh, the way I did it with this script is I just dumped all of those variables at the end into the clipboard because I didn't know where you want to put it. Maybe you want to put it in Apple Notes or Drafts or wherever you want to put it. You can just then paste your, your packing list in. If you want to take this and run with it and do more with it, you can. Like I said, this was kind of a, a proof of concept thing because I'm, I'm not going to use this automation. I like the shortcuts version better. Um, and I'm always doing this stuff on my phone when it comes to like packing lists, but the, uh, but it's here. So if you're, if you're not into doing this stuff on your phone, or your iPad I came up with a solution that'll work on the Mac. So long as you have keyboard maestro or, uh, <laughs> or text expander, I guess if, if not, then you can just do what I did originally and just make your master list and reminders on the Mac and just check and uncheck it, you know, go back to the, the old school. Yeah. Which works. Definitely works. Yeah. All right, that was a lot. Yes. All right, so so I, I'm going to share these. You can download them and play with them, then go back and listen to those segments. Um, if it doesn't make sense to you once you're looking at it, that will probably help out. So before we get to, to my seriously crazy one, uh, we have uh, one last sponsor for this episode. This episode of The Automators is brought to you by ExpressVPN. High-speed, secure, and anonymous VPN services. Get three months free with a one-year package. So you might not think that nobody wants your online data or to snoop on you, but if you get your packing list, it means you're going on your trip and you're going to be using strange Wi-Fi. And when you browse the web without anything to protect your privacy, you risk hackers, ad companies, and more collecting your data. And it does happen to people like us, which is why I recommend ExpressVPN. In fact, on all these trips Rose and I have been talking about, I've been using the heck out of my ExpressVPN account. ExpressVPN runs in the background of your computer or your phone. Uh, you just open the app and you tap one button and it turns green, which means you are protected. It encrypts your data and hides your public IP address. You just download the app, click to connect, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is rated number one service by TechRadar. It uses the new cutting-edge technology called Trusted Server to make sure there's no logs of what you do online, and it costs less than $7 a month and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. I really like ExpressVPN when I'm on the road. I do have to use Wi-Fi at those times, and quite often I'm dealing with the day job, and I've got to deal with client stuff, and I don't want people snooping my Wi-Fi. So with ExpressVPN, it's not a problem. On the iPad, the phone, and even the Mac, all you have to do is open the ExpressVPN and just press that button. You know, you're safe. You're good to go. And all those hackers, those guys in the back of the room sniffing the Wi-Fi, they don't get anything out of you. They got to go find it from somebody else. And that's exactly what you want. So uh, use ExpressVPN. It'll give you peace of mind uh, when you're traveling, when you're on the road, even when you just go down the street to Starbucks. You can protect your online activity today and find out how to get three months free at expressvpn.com slash automators, A-U-T-O-M-A-T-O-R-S. That's expressvpn, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash automators for three months free with a one-year package. Take back your online privacy, expressvpn.com slash automators. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of automators and all of Relay FM. Rose, all right, before we started recording today, you sent me a drafts... Action group. Action group, a, a drafts program. I'm <laughs> looking at a, I'm looking at my drafts installation here. You're going you're gonna to share this with the world, right? Yep, yeah, I am. I'm going to share it with the world. It'll be in the drafts action directory and in the show notes. Uh, there's a little bit of tweaking that still needs to be done. I realized earlier I made a mistake saving uh, some some files locally instead of into iCloud, um, but it's it will be done by Friday uh, when this show releases. So um, I so that, that explains why all my lists are empty. <laughs> yeah, let let let's let's pretend that that's the case. Um, so <laughs> so um, what I realized is that I don't necessarily need things in reminders. I'm not really a huge fan of reminders, even with the great upgrades it's got with iOS 13. Anybody on the reminders team who's listening should not feel insulted by this. I'm, I'm just very, very persnickety about my workflows. But I really love Drafts. Drafts is a great application, and I do an awful lot of things in it. And thanks to the Workspaces feature, it's 
like you can have multiple programs in one program. Um, yeah. And if you want to hear more about drafts, we we did an episode with Tim um, in the homework. I've pronounced his surname incorrectly. Sorry, Tim. Um, a while ago, which I'll, I'll link to in the show notes. But essentially um, what I've done here is I have, uh, as of this moment in time, six actions. Okay. And uh, the the first one which you need is the the manage template list, which allows you to create your template list. And just like we spoke about earlier, uh, this builds a dictionary. Now it builds a slightly more complex dictionary because I use emojis to group my actions, uh, to group my my actual items to pack. So, for example, tech things I've got a laptop icon, toiletry things I've got a, a little person uh, in the bath um, with the shower head coming down on them. Um, and things like that. Um, and so um, I, I store all of that. And the, the manage template list allows you to um, manage your, your templates. Um, and so then you can save all of those. And those just get saved into iCloud so that you can use them again and again and again. You don't need to recreate these every time. Um, yeah. and, and once you've saved it, then you can add categories. You can delete categories. You can modify categories. You can change your emojis, all of that. And then there's your add uh, packing items uh, to your list so that you can actually add these things to your list because there's not a lot of point in just having a template. And what this does is it pulls up the the file and it offers you the, the different categories you've got. So clothing, toiletries, tech, miscellaneous, documentation, etc. Um, and as I mentioned... I like emojis. So what I also do is anything that needs charging before my trip gets a battery icon at the end of it, which leads me to my next action, which is what should I charge? And what should I charge looks for everything with a battery icon um, and it presents it to you in a list. And if you tap on one, then it changes the battery icon to a plug icon to indicate that it's been charged. Uh, Very simple works really well and then there's a a charge action as well so if you're adding items later then you can easily add the battery icon instead of trying to hunt for it on the emoji keyboard because i can never find it when i need it um i I like that you did that but i'm not sure that's a problem i've ever had i mean i always know what i need to charge before i leave my problem is i've occasionally got onto long-haul flights with my noise cancelling headphones at 10 percent uh Yes. Yeah. So while theoretically I know what to charge, especially when when I've been doing back to back trips, it's easy to think, yeah, yeah, I've charged my headphones, only to find out at the worst possible moment in time when there's a screaming baby right behind you that uh, no, you didn't charge your headphones. Yeah, um, that's something you really want on a long flight. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, especially if if you've got somebody who's teething or or is just not very happy for some reason, you know, it, it's nice to not have to worry about it because that makes everything more stressful. Um, so I I mark the items that I need to charge and then I mark when they've been charged. And this is using the task format in drafts. Now the task format in drafts is based on the markdown list format, which begins yeah. everything with a dash. Um, and then what it does is it does an open square bracket space close square bracket. But drafts is really smart and it recognizes that this is a task. And so you could just tap on these square brackets and it checks them off for you, which is really, really nice. So my my final uh, action is, penultimate action, sorry, is assort packing items. And what this does is because a checked uh, action has an open square bracket, an X and a closed square bracket, it, um, it will be moved to the bottom because a space is sorted higher than an X. And then it will sort by the emoji, which means that you've got automatic grouping. And then inside of that is alphabetical order, which is really, really nice because then you know you can see all of your clothing at the same time. You can see all of your swimwear at the same time, all of your toiletries, because us humans try and be logical and, and group things together. And it's helpful to, to be supported with that. And then I have an, a final action, which is uncheck and resort, which unchecks everything, changes all the plugs back to batteries, and it resorts everything. So if you want to reuse the packing list, you can reuse the packing list. Then you can recharge things. Because what I frequently do is I reuse the same packing list on the way home as I used on the way out to make sure I don't leave something in my hotel room. Oh, really? That's interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah. And and you could do this with your shortcuts as well, because what you could do yeah. uh, is have um, uh, have a simple shortcut, which gets everything on a list that's checked off, um, deletes them, and then adds them again. 
Yeah. Or Done. yeah, you could do that. I'm like, I'm going to update my shortcut to run that scriptable script. And mm-hmm. then you could just literally look, look at the, the checked off items too. There's a couple of ways to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. But I, I decided that, you know, adding the, uh, the uncheck and resort action was, that that was actually the fastest action to create. The the yeah. manage templates action has has been uh, complicated because um, if you update the emoji, then I need to update all of your packing lists to to reflect that new emoji and things like that, which is still something I'm working on. It's uh, tricky, but hopefully I'll get there and I'll I'll, I'll have a blog post about all of this because um, it sounds very complicated. But the reality of it is, while all of these are scripts um, and they're using anonymous functions and all of these crazy programmery keywords, you actually don't need to understand how any of it works to pick it up and use it. Yeah, I, I, I use a different kind of automation, really, to make sure I don't forget anything. When I get to a hotel room, I sweep everything off every flat surface. You know how you get to hotels yeah. and they've got like local restaurants and pencil and paper, and they've got all this stuff, and I... I throw it all in a drawer and then I pick like one or two drawers that will be the only drawers I use for the whole trip. You mm-hmm. know, especially if I'm alone, I don't need that much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then just make sure those drawers are empty when you leave and usually yes. pretty good. Uh, I, I usually do that, but when I broke my ankle, um, I, I was, I had to go on a trip um, and I ended up staying in a hotel and my keys are in a key smart pros, um, which yeah. are great because they've got tile integration, so you can make them ring. However, they're also white because when I bought it, there were only white ones, and everything in my hotel room was white. Oh boy! And I managed to leave my keys in Amsterdam, two sets of house keys. Um, great. Yeah. Thankfully, the hotel found them mysteriously after I told them that it was a Bluetooth tracker on on the keys and that they had been seen within the vicinity of the hotel reception. Uh, <laughs> two hours before um at which wow. point they miraculously found my keys in lost and found hmm right. uh, so as a tip having having a tracker on your device and being able to tell a hotel that you have a tracker on your device may may encourage them to find things faster um but uh because i had the broken ankle i was of course less mobile um and i think i just missed them somehow or maybe they they got picked up by the cleaners at some other point and moved um and then they weren't where i was expecting them but i actually usually use the tom bin travel trades uh for stuff like that um so i i tend not to lose things so i i like the 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 idea of using emoji as a basis of your packing list yeah well i find it's really useful for the categorizing things as well because you can sort it and the emoji of course you know has its basis in unicode which means that it gets sorted alphabetically um yeah. and so everything gets grouped by a category yeah with mine the way that works it because it, it adds them to the list together as a dictionary yeah. array so they're they're grouped by category anyway but mm-hmm. the um but emoji that's cool like i i and like you could but you could also with any one of these systems you could insert emoji as the first character oh yeah of, absolutely yeah that's but but that's cool i like the way you did it and, and dra- so is drafts your solution now for your packing list it is forward. my solution um and i should have mentioned uh, i kicked the whole thing off with shortcuts there is a slight bug at the moment which agile tortoise is working on um which unfortunately prevents this from working um where what i do is i i pick the trip um and then i create the draft and then i add a single task to OmniFocus to pack for the trip um, to the right project. And then in the notes of the task, there's just a link back to that draft's draft. Um, yeah, okay. So that I can, so because then on the day that I'm leaving for the trip, I can see, well, I still need to pack because I haven't checked off packing. Um, but inside of packing, I can see actually everything is charged. Most things are packed. It's just passport, sunglasses, um, and phone that I need to grab and go. Yeah, I did a, a video in the shortcuts field guide on drafts, and one of the things I really like about it is that it gives a unique identifier to each mm-hmm. drafts note. Yeah, which makes accessing it from outside, like from OmniFocus, really easy. Yeah. Whereas Apple Notes doesn't give you that unique identifier. The only way I came up with to really reliably get to a specific Apple Note is to insert some unique string into it, like a password, almost like some just unique group of letters and numbers and then you search for that group that's only found in one note and then you can open it it's it's very hacky yeah i know some people i've seen have have been talking about um if you share a note um or a notes folder which is possible now in ios 13 
um, then you get a link to it. And of course, you could iMessage this to yourself, so you're not really sharing it with anybody else. And then you have the link, which you can then copy and paste. Um, but I, I, I don't know how reliable that is if iCloud realizes that nobody else is actually accessing the link. Do they kill it at some point? I don't know, but it just makes me crazy that they've got a mechanism to create a unique identifier that they use when you share it, but they don't make it available to you for automation. I mean, come on, guys. It would be really nice. And I really like having deep links as well because, um, you know, things like Dev and Think have got unique links to all of the documents and groups and databases, which are perfect for adding to, say, a note in OmniFocus or uh, a link to something. So. Uh, unique links out of OmniFocus, Drafts, Ulysses, DevonThink. Yes. All these apps make them, right? Yeah. Except the Apple native app. <laughs> <laughs> In that case, you've got to come up with some goofy search term, you know. And yeah. And, but anyway, whatever. Well, you can use, don't forget, 1Password has a feature where you can generate a password made of different words. Yeah. Um, so like correct horse battery staple is the standard XKCD example for uh, a word password. But 1Password has this feature. So you could theoretically use that and copy it. Um, Usually what I just do is I put the name at the bottom of the right. note with the letter X in front of it. And that's enough. I don't need yeah. to go that far. But but it's just, you know, why, why should I have to do that? Yeah. yeah. It's a little frustrating. Yes. Yeah, so I'm using drafts now. Good. Which is possibly like one of the most automatable tools ever to exist, um, as, yeah. at least as far as text editors go, because all the things that you can do here are pretty crazy. Well, I, I'm going to do it. So what I was doing, because before I had figured out, before I had uh, been tipped off to the scriptable trick from, from Rosemary, uh, I would uh, adjust the script to different trips, the name. And then, mm-hmm. so I would have some that would get, like, if it's a trip that I'm taking with my wife, I'd share it with her. And if it was a trip I was taking for business, I wouldn't. So I um, I had a little bit of a manual process involved with that. Now I don't have to do that anymore. So I yeah. can have the script auto-generate the name. Uh, I still would have to go manually share it. But I, I like doing it in reminders just because of that sharing function when I need it is great. And even when I don't need to share it, it is a simple list that you check off. And reminders is a lot better than it used to be. Um, uh, for people who are not looking for superpower in their task list, they just need some basic functionality. I think Reminders is going to be a good solution going forward. I, I, I believe it is, especially with those nested tasks. That's that's really good. And hopefully Shortcuts will get access to this sort of thing uh, in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, I, I tried it for like a couple days. I'm like, this is not going to work for me. I, I need my OmniFocus templates. I need my reviews. I need all those bells and whistles. But not everybody does. No, not everybody does. All right. Uh, well, that's us. We're the automators. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, our friends over at Daylight and ExpressVPN. There's going to be a lot of downloadable content for this one, so check it out. Let us know if it inspires you to do something amazing with your automation of your, your packing list. Uh, you can find us over at automators.fm. If you go to talk.automators.fm, you can get on the forums where there's a lot of smart people, lots of stuff going on in there. Uh, did I miss anything, Rose? Uh, you are over at maxsparky.com, I believe. I am, and you are at rosemaryorchard.com. Yes, yes, that's us. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye, everybody. <laughs>